Hey, this is Andrew Priestley, and uh, welcome to Multiply Your Money, Season 2, Episode 12. And if you missed out Season 1, navigate back through here because there's 120 episodes that bit by bit unpack the book that I wrote called The Money Chimp. And The Money Chimp was designed to show you 10 money managing skills that will just completely change your relationship with money in a positive way. The great news is that they're not difficult to understand and they're not difficult to implement and really they're based around the idea of baby steps. So what are the 10 skills? Well Firstly, there's five key activities that you do with money that matter, right? The ones that count are earning, saving, spending, investing, and giving. See? So, earning, spending, saving, investing, and giving. Okay? And uh, some people I talk to, they're really good at the first two. They're really good at earning and spending. But the ones that leverage what you're doing with money is saving and investing and to a great extent giving come here so I'm actually on a country road come here my dog has decided it wants to work right in the middle of the road where all the traffic is <laughs> okay now the skills that actually leverage money is monitoring and that basically comes down to you know what you're earning and you know what you're spending your money on, you know what you're saving, you know what you're investing. But basically, you're tracking what's happening, okay? Well, in shorthand, you know what's happening. You're tracking it, okay? And as a result of that tracking you naturally start to get an awareness of what's happening and you start setting targets. So the second one is targeting. You start to say, okay, I need to earn more money or I need to cut back my spending or I need to spend less on this and more on that. But you start to set little targets. They become obvious to you. For example, I had a couple that uh, when they did the uh, tracking activity discovered that they were spending £1,200 a month on things like coffees and takeaways and dining at dinners 1200 pounds a month okay and even if you've got the money to spend 1200 pounds a month on that it's still a lot of money okay so the third thing is is once you've done some tracking and you've done some targeting a natural consequence of that is you start trimming back which is the third skill you know you start to reduce in areas that count you trim back in areas that count. And you see, okay, here's where I can make a saving. Here's where I could be spending my money better. Right? And there's a fourth area, which is sort of a natural consequence of um, tracking, targeting, and trimming. And that is that you start training yourself. You start training your financial acuity. Now you can do this formally by doing looking at websites and there's countless number of videos on YouTube 
on how to manage your money well, right? You can do financial literacy courses. Your bank probably has a whole bunch of information that you can download for free on how to manage money really effectively. And there's a whole bunch of apps and that are available as well, okay? And then the last skill, the thing that really is the game changer in all of this is that you take action. So it doesn't matter um, it doesn't matter how much knowledge you get and how much knowledge you build up. I know people who uh, who have very little money, very little uh, you know, they don't have a qualification in finance or anything like that. But what they were able to do was it took action. And I was chatting with someone just recently who um, got a bag and started collecting receipts, started seeing where she could cut back. And in the first month, she was able to um, she was able to sort of say, "I can't believe what happened in just thirty days, just by just by using some of the ideas in this in this program." Okay. So it's all based around this taking action, okay? So otherwise none of it, none of it matters, none of it counts, okay? But the taking of action is a lot easier if two things occur, and these are two things that are highly predictable of whether you'll get a great result or not. The first one is, is that if you do the things that I'm telling you, you start to get a really good idea of, of the direction that you need to be heading in, okay? you get get a really clear idea of this is the direction I'm going and that then gives you the second component which is the determination to hang in there okay and you need those two components those two components are highly predictable are highly predictive of whether you're going to succeed at managing your money or not and the first one is direction I know where I'm going with this and determination which is I know what I'm going to do. So in a sense, what you'll get is you'll get a you'll get a, a develop a passion for for just money, managing money, and you'll develop the perseverance to hang in there. So have a reflect on that. There's plenty of videos up on YouTube if you search "multiply your money." Uh, we've got these podcasts, obviously season one and season two. You can also navigate across to manage your money on Facebook. There's a group there which you should join. And there's the book, The Money Chimp, which is available on Amazon in both Kindle and paperback. But uh, let's keep talking. Hi, it's Andrew Priestley. Welcome to Multiply Your Money. This is season two, episode thirteen, and it's been a while since I've chatted. Um, a long while since I've chatted because I've just been busy. I mean, really, really flat out work-wise. I've been travelling, I've been speaking, and I've been busy. So um, I hate to say it, this just wasn't stamped urgent. But anyway, I'm back, and I noticed on my travels and meeting with people, I kept running into the same issue over and over again you know i'm meeting up with very smart and and this is all ages right so it's not just young people but it's right across the board 
very smart, intelligent people, qualified. Um, you know, they've got good, they've got good jobs, they've got good incomes, um, and yet no cash. And they're sailing very close to the wind, and you know they're living week by week. And there's more month than money, and their credit cards are maxed out, right? So one of the basic things that I'm telling you will work for you, right? It's Let's just do the basics. Number one, you need to know how much money you earn, okay? And I suggest if you're a salaried person, go and talk to your boss and ask your boss, can, I, can you give me an, a, a printout of what my salary is? And also include things like any deductions, automatic deductions that come out, for, you know, like in the UK, like national insurance or something like that, right? But you want to know what your gross income is and then what your net income, you know, after tax, take-home pay is. If you're self-employed, then ask your accountant to give you a breakdown of what your average annual income is, okay? Your taxable income. And number two is you've got to find out what do you spend your money on. So, you know, it would be good to break that down into um, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual expenses, right? So you may even have daily in there, but, but um, you know, like particularly, you know, weekly and monthly. I know I'm sitting in a railway station at the moment, and um, most of the people here have got little little stickers on their car, which means that they've paid for a monthly uh, parking pass, and I'm assuming they've also got a, a monthly travel card, or they've got a weekly travel card, whatever it is. But but they're they've got these. Um, that, that's probably a weekly or a monthly expense that they're looking at. But you know, you're looking at things like your fuel and energy bills. You know, your electricity, your power, your water. Uh, you might include things like uh, um, you know your rent, that that sort of stuff. Um, you know, quarterly might be things like TV license, or you might pay your life insurance quarterly. I don't know. And then obviously annual expenses as well. So I've got car insurance, house insurance. Um, I've got you know my PI professional indemnity insurance. I've got all those things. But you need to get a list, build a spreadsheet, and get, just get you know columns: daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annually. And get a list of all those things, so you know what your outgoings are, and what what is left over is your disposable income or your discretionary disposable income, the money that you've got left to spend. Okay. Um, also, including that things like your credit cards, because your credit card will have a limit on it. So you want to check what the limit of your card is. So I've got a credit card, and believe it or not, it only has a thousand pound limit. You know, I'm not one of these people that takes a ten thousand or a five thousand pound limit. I still I pay off my uh, my credit card. Uh, and I keep it under a thousand pounds, right? I do that quite easily because I'm, you know, pretty structured in that way. But you need to know what your outgoings are. Now, the best way to know how you then three number three how you use your disposable income is to get receipts for everything. So, for your um, for your uh, periodic payments, you know, the weekly, quarterly, monthly, and that you'll probably have statements or standing orders which you will show up on your bank statements. So you want to bring out bank statements and look for those deductions. Right, and those payments, but for your discretionary income, the best way to do it is to collect receipts. So, get a receipt for every single thing that you spend money on and put it into a bag, like you know, this month, whatever this month is, let's say it was October, then put October in the bag and put all of those receipts in there. And you should have a, uh, a like a spreadsheet, or if you're like me, you have an app that takes a photo of the receipt and sends it to your accountant. So you know exactly what you're spending, what you're doing with your disposable income. That's a good place to start. Okay, um, 
Now, I'm going to do another recording. It's probably going to say exactly the same thing. Have you done this? But I'm going to ask, have you, did you actually do this? Did you actually do it? Because trust me, you will not, you know, unless and until you start to do these real basic things, you will not start to manage your money or multiply your money. You don't know how much money you've got to spend. You don't know how much money you've got to save. You don't know how much money you've got to invest. Now, getting that information will probably tell you that you probably need to increase your income, for example. It might mean, like me, I had to take a second and a third job because my credit card was overdue many, many years ago. I overspent on my credit card, and so I had to take a second and a third part-time job just to reduce down that debt, which I did. Okay, But you might say, oh, I need to get a better job, or I need to increase my income, or I need to do a second income. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. But for now, just get the basics in place. Number one, how much do I earn? Number two, what are my regular periodic expenses? And number three, what am I spending my disposable income on? Get receipts. Talk to you soon.